This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kandreva. Hello, and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kandreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. Retirement accounts like 401ks, IRAs, and others are a critical part of retirement for many Americans. But you don't get to keep everything you contribute to those accounts because of taxes. Income taxes are often due on the distributions you take from your retirement accounts. However, there are some strategies that may help you minimize your tax burden when you take your withdrawals from your retirement accounts. Remember to discuss all tax-related matters with a qualified tax professional. During our show today, we're going to discuss some of those possible strategies. The information for today's show comes from U.S. News and World Report article, How to Pay Less Tax on Retirement Account Withdrawals. If you'd like to read the article yourself, It's always available at money.usnews.com. But before we discuss ways to potentially save you a few bucks on your taxes, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who won't share his queso dip recipe with me so I can get ready for the big football game. Oh, it's a family secret, I told you. I can make it for you, but I I can't share the recipe. You know that. Well, you're going to have to fly it out here then (laughs) because... I'm kidding. (laughs) You know I'd give you the recipe anytime you want it, but you're a better chef than I am anyway. Uh, You know what, Blake? I mean, obviously, right? (laughs) I hope so. So today you said we're going to... You talked to me before the show. You said, hey, we're going to talk about retirement withdrawals, and I told you... I go through with t- retirement withdrawals all the time. Yeah. yeah but you're a sad talking day. About, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I go to work, I'm like, I have retirement withdrawals. Uh, I need I need a retirement fix. But uh, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about retirement income, withdrawing from those retirement plans. And wow, uh, the tax implications in retirement when you start taking that money out are huge. If you haven't planned ahead and you need to get a plan in place, even if you're listening to this and you're currently in retirement, uh, I know that you have some tips uh, to help. Uh, But especially if you haven't retired yet, you need to get some plans in place and you need to listen to what we're going to talk about today. Blake, I know you're excited to educate our listeners, but first, how have you been? What's going on over there at Nevada Retirement Planners? Oh, you know, just uh, trying to keep up with this crazy market up one day, down the next, but uh, yeah, it's been yep. good. You know, this Yeah, this I mean, overall, Jan- January was up, right? The market was yeah. up, I think, 7% overall in January. Of course, it, I think the only way it could go is up after 2022. But. <laughs> You're telling me, that's for sure. 
But, you know, I think it's interesting with the Fed raising interest rates again. We'll see where we go. But one thing you don't want to do is pay too much in taxes or have too much of a tax burden in retirement. So we're talking about those retirement plans and withdrawals and how to minimize the tax burden. Um, You know, if we can save some money there, uh, I'm intrigued for a lot of our listeners and for myself. How do you want to get us started with this? You know, first, I want to get started by talking about how to avoid early withdrawal penalties. So uh, if you take a withdrawal from a traditional IRA before you've turned 59 and a half, you'll likely be staring at a 10% uh, early withdrawal penalty. But you may be able to take it penalty-free from a 401k when you turn 55 if you leave the job that's associated with that particular 401k account when you're 55 or older. Um, Additionally, you may also be able to avoid the uh, IRA early withdrawal penalty if you're using your money for specified reasons like significant medical bills, college expenses, or to purchase your first home. You can also set up uh, a strategy that you need a tax professional for, and this is something that I'm not even really gonna get will real deep into the weeds on because of how difficult it is to do. But um, if you set up a certain account, um, you put an allotment of money in that you will take a specified stream from, from the day you retire after 55 until 59 and a half, um, then you can, uh, you can avoid the early, withdrawal penalty. Yeah. And you want to do that. The tax penalties and early withdrawal penalties on these retirement accounts are huge and uh, they're meant to be for retirement, which is why uh, they set that age, 59 and a half. You can't take money out before then. But like you said, if you work with a financial services professional like yourself there at Nevada Retirement Planners, you guys work alongside tax professionals to set it up uh, and make sure that your clients aren't going to have to pay those penalties, even if they do retire early. And there are strategies, as you mentioned, uh, to do that and certain things you can use that money for. But if you're not going to retire until now, most today, most people today retire later rather than earlier. But, you know, it can be both ways. People retire at all times. But if you're going to wait until you're 65 to retire uh, then you don't need to worry about it and you don't want to take that money out before you retire regardless. But if you do retire before you're 59 and a half, you may need to access it. So again, they can pick up the phone, give you a call or check out the website. Uh, and uh, Blake, I know you're happy to help them, but it, you got to work closely with somebody like yourself. Retirement withdrawals are too important to try to figure out all by yourself. If you withdraw money from your 401k and if you change jobs, 20% will be withheld to cover income taxes. If you don't then put that entire distribution, including the 20% into a new retirement account, you may owe income tax on it as well as early withdrawal penalties on the amount of money you've taken out. But you may be able to avoid both the tax withholding and the possibility of penalties and fees if you move the money directly from a 401k to the trustee of a different 401k or IRA. Uh, That way income taxes aren't withheld in cases of trustee to trustee transfers. So like a direct transfer rather than removing the money, then putting it back in. 
there are so many people get messed up doing that, don't they? They, you know, they really only have a certain time period, like 60 days to get it back in plus money's withheld. It's a huge hassle. And I know uh, you've told me before, you never recommend people do that. You recommend they do direct transfers, right? Or rollovers. Correct. And then if they need money out of it, they get to be the deciding factor about how much in taxes they want taken out. You know, if there is going to be an early withdrawal penalty, what that penalty will be. But like I was saying, you know, if you're, if you have a medical expense that you need to pay for, um, your 401k isn't going to care about that. They're just going to say, Hey, you're taking money out 20% off the top. But if you switch it over into your new employer's 401k or your current IRA that's held outside of that, you can say, Hey, you can tell your uh, financial services professional, Hey, this is for a medical bill. Uh, please don't take any taxes out of it. And then that way you can avoid that early withdrawal penalty. Yeah. Good to know. And now when we're talking about tax deferred accounts, like traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks, these types of retirement accounts, 457s, things like 403Bs, things like that, um, RMDs come into play or required minimum distributions. At some point, they require you to start withdrawing money. Where does that fit into all of this? So to start that off, be aware that uh, the required minimum distributions are now being raised Um, Typically, you had to start at 72, uh, but now starting this year, as long as you haven't turned 73, um, then you don't have to start taking them till you're 73. And then by January 1st of 2033, uh, the RMDs will jump to age 75. So Yeah, it's amazing. They just not long ago jumped from 70 and a half to 72. So you could wait until you were 72 to take withdrawals or required minimum distributions that the IRS makes you take. Otherwise, they penalize you. Uh, but now they're bumping it up even higher, which is a good thing, right? It gives more people more freedom. They're not forcing you to take money out if you don't want to, at least until you're 73, right? Yeah, it also gives you more of a chance to do um, a conversion. We call it a Roth conversion, where you take money that's inside of your 401k or your IRA, and you get charged taxes on it, whatever they're at then. And you just roll it over then into a Roth 401k or IRA, which is uh, tax-free on the growth. And so that way you're taking the money that's been growing tax-free, you pay the taxes on it, you roll it over, and then you get to grow it uh, tax-free again. But this time there won't be any taxes on the withdrawals you take from it. Right. Whereas a traditional 401k or traditional IRA, when you get into retirement, everything you take out of those accounts is taxable. The principal, the interest you've earned over the years, all that compounding interest, you have to pay taxes on whatever you take out and uh, that fully taxed. So that's that's tough. So it really does make sense to me to put at least some of your money into Roths where uh, it grows, that compounding interest, it still grows, but None of it is taxed when you take it out. It all comes out in retirement tax-free, minimizes your tax burden, uh, puts you in a lower tax bracket. Uh, so many advantages there, right? 
correct. You know, and I really, you know, there's a concept called buckets of money and it's where you want to have money that you can withdraw tax free money that you can withdraw that has taxes, um, just different buckets of money that you can pull from. And the good reason for having a Roth IRA is for big expenses. You know, if you're going to retire and you think, you know, I want to buy a hundred thousand dollar motorhome because I want to travel the country. Awesome. Well, if all you have is money inside of your 401ks or your regular traditional IRAs, any of that that you withdraw is going to be a hundred percent taxable at ordinary income. Wow. So, so if you're pulling out $50,000 a year to live, but then you want to buy a hundred thousand dollar motorhome. And all you have is 401ks and uh, traditional IRAs, then that's going to make your income for that year be $150,000. So, Yikes. you know, being able to diversify your money into these different buckets just gives you the ability to say, hey, you know what? I need to, I want to buy a new truck or I want to buy a new car or a motorhome this year. But what I'm going to do is take that money from a Roth account. So that way it doesn't increase my income for the year and I don't have a huge tax burden at the end. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, if you miss those required minimum distributions, we didn't really touch on this. The penalty used to be outrageous. It was like it was the highest penalty in the IRS tax code, the highest tax penalty they they levy. And that was 50 percent. So it's 50 percent of the amount uh, that you would have taken. They add on. Plus, they you have to pay taxes on all of it. So. Yeah. Well, now they've they've actually reduced it to twenty five percent of the total amount that should have been withdrawn. Ah. But still, even losing a quarter percent. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. very detrimental, especially when you look at you know the average long term, um, you know, return over years is about a ten to eleven percent. So if you're getting hit with a twenty five percent you know, tax on money that was just money they were going to give to you. I mean, uh, it, it really can take That's a tough. big hit on your retirement. Yeah. Sure. So what's the next piece of advice you have for us? You know, the next piece of advice I would say is to make sure you don't accidentally take two distributions in the same year. Sure. So your first RMD is due no later than April 1st of the year you turn 73 depending on your age now, because there are some right now that are going to be on the line between 72 and 73. So make sure that you touch base uh, with your financial services professional just to make sure about when your birthday is and when that means that you need to start taking RMDs. But um, all subsequent distributions must be taken by December 31st of each year. So, um, if you postpone your distribution until April, you must take two distributions in the same year, which may result in a significant tax bill or possibly even nudge you into a higher tax bracket. So all that to say, don't take two distributions the same year, even though the first year you turn 73, you could make, you could possibly do that the following year, but you don't want to. You want to pay that first distribution in the year you turn 73 so it doesn't affect your taxes the next year, right? Correct. That's what you're saying? 
Well, and if I'm recalling things you've told me before, people definitely want to discuss beginning withdrawals before they turn 73 with a financial services professional, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about with those uh, uh, Roth conversions. You can start Roth conversions at any age. Um, So, you know, you want to sit down with your financial services professional and your tax person and say, okay, you know, how much money am I making this year? Oh, I'm making uh, 70000 and my, uh, you know, the next income tax bracket is at 80000 Maybe you need to take $9,500 from your 401k or traditional Roth IRA or traditional IRA and roll it over into your Roth, right. um, which will increase your tax burden for that year, but you'll still keep it under moving up into the next tax bracket and you'll get that money started to be set aside so that you don't have to, you have that other pot of money that you don't have to pay taxes on. That sounds like a winning strategy. And that right there is again, I know, I know it sounds like a lot of fun to sit down with a financial advisor and a tax (laughs) professional, but uh, as much fun as that sounds like, uh, it is so worth it. And Blake, uh, you're a great guy. You are a fun guy. So uh, you kind of uh, override the stereotype there, so that's good. They can just—it's like sitting around a campfire talking yeah. with a friend. That's talking what I'm going for. Talking with a friend. So, uh, what what's next? You know, next thing I want to talk about is donating an IRA distribution to charity, which you know may be a good option for some people. Retirees who are at least seventy and a half may be able to avoid paying income tax on IRA withdrawals. For as much as a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand for couples per year that they donate to charity, a qualifying charitable donation has to be paid directly from your IRA to that qualified charity. Now you aren't required to itemize your taxes to make an IRA charitable deduction, and you're allowed to donate to more than one charity. An IRA charitable contribution will meet the minimum distribution requirement. You may also donate a portion of your required minimum distribution to charity and withdraw the remaining portion as income. Ah, okay. So I think this is a benefit for people, especially people I've heard. I've heard people who um, tithe to a church every year. They give so much anyway. And if your church is a qualified charity, which most churches are, they can have that charitable contribution made directly to the church. Is that correct? And then, and then, uh, then they don't have to pay any taxes on their uh, qualified or their required minimum distribution, and it takes care of their uh, tithing to their church, so they aren't paying taxes on that money. Correct. Correct. That's uh, that's really good. It's just another you know small little piece you know, once you get into retirement that you can start using to help you, you know, with your taxes, you know, people say once you retire, oh, you don't have any write-offs anymore. It's like, well, there's write-offs. They're just a little bit uh, different, harder to come by and something that you really want to involve, you know, your whole team you have behind you with your tax services professional and your uh, financial services professional. Yeah, and I know you've talked before about how a lot of your clients have causes or organizations they support. So it seems like a charitable donation 
is a solid option for some of our listeners and is certainly something worth talking about with yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, again, if you're right on that line, you know, for the income that you bring in, around 80000 let's just say, and um, you need some more write-offs to get you down to 79000 so that you're not paying up into the next tax bracket, maybe that's what you do with your RMD is you just say, hey, you know, uh, I have a great charity that I like donating to, and here it is. I'm going to... I'm going to lessen my tax burden by giving to a organization that I already uh, care a lot about. Well, this has all been great so far, Blake. What's another way people can save on retirement withdrawals? You know, keeping tax preferred investments outside of your retirement accounts may be another way to save on those retirement withdrawals. Investments that create long-term capital gains get preferential tax treatment when they're kept outside of a retirement account. But if you put them in a retirement account, you'll pay your typically larger regular income tax rate when you withdraw the money from your account. Now, in the same right, you may be able to lower your tax bill by keeping more highly taxed investments, including treasure inflation protected securities, uh, corporate and government bonds, and funds that create short-term capital gains inside your retirement accounts. Now, again, we don't want to get too deep into investing on our show because we don't have enough time to really dig into all the rules, regulations, and nuances. But if investing is a part of your financial strategy, I would urge you to work closely with a financial services professional. Well, and I think this is a great time to give our listeners that information so they can give you a call, Blake. We're almost out of time for the show how can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation? Now, I will preface the end of this with remember to discuss all tax related matters with a qualified tax professional. I myself am a financial services professional. I can give you, you know, ideas and things to talk about with that overall tax, strategies. Overall yes. strategies, but I cannot directly tell you you know, what to do with your taxes. So make sure that you sit down with a qualified tax professional. And if you'd like to talk about anything we discussed on today's shows or your retirement goals, please visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. All right. Well, that concludes another episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Kendriva. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at campfirefinancialtalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, and Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.